Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You guys, it's October. Oh, my goodness. I've said it a bunch today, and I still can't get over it. It's October. So happy October to you. It is my favorite month of the year. For a lot of reasons, because I am a pumpkin shill, and I love orange. It's my favorite color, and I say pumpkin everything in the month of October. So I do love October. The weather starts to get cooler, theoretically. (laughs) I know in some places it's not getting a whole lot cooler, but I do love fall weather in the Northeast. It's one of the reasons why I love the part of the country where I grew up, and it's also... By far the busiest month in the sports industry. It's nonstop. And so buckle up, baby. October is back and better than ever, we hope. But yes, NFL, college football, consuming the weekends, and then watch out because the Major League Baseball playoffs begin on Tuesday. And remember, it's a new wild card format where these are series. So it used to be that single wild card game on Tuesday and then on Wednesday. Now it is fast and furious and a free-for-all on Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. And as long as the games take or as long as the series take. And so we'll talk a little more about baseball once we get clear of week four or Sunday week four in the NFL. But so you know... All four wildcard series begin on Tuesday. They run through Wednesday. And we'll see whether or not they are required on Thursday as well. So, yeah, we could. We could have four winner-take-all games on Wednesday or Thursday, excuse me, uh, if they are required. But the beginning of the 2023 Major League Baseball postseason is Tuesday. Starting at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, Eastern Time or Tampa Time, it's the Rangers and the Rays. Then it's the Blue Jays and the Twins. That game taking place in Minneapolis. Then it's the Diamondbacks. Welcome back to the postseason, Arizona at Milwaukee. That begins the evening session, so it's a 6 p.m. Milwaukee time start. And then the Marlins, just the fourth postseason appearance in their playoff history. 
It takes them until Saturday to clinch a wild card, but they do it against a familiar foe, the Philadelphia Phillies, who certainly understand the power of just getting into the tournament, even as a wild card, of being hot. So the Marlins and the Phillies, and that's an 8 o'clock Philadelphia time start. So the four teams that are the home teams in these wild card series are Eastern and Central time zones. Only one team actually coming from a farther West time zone, and that's Arizona. So those are your wild cards. Again, they'll go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday if necessary, but it's best of three. And as I say, we'll talk more about baseball on Monday night. There's only one NFL game. And then we'll be able to look ahead to the wild card series and talk more about some of these really cool stories as we head into the baseball postseason because October is the fulcrum. We've dubbed it the fulcrum, the month in sports around which every other month rotates and revolves and pivots because all four major Team sports are in operation, plus the WNBA is in its postseason. You've got the MLS running through its season. We just finished up the Ryder Cup. Congratulations to Europe. What a disaster for the U.S., though I suppose they made it look a little more respectable on Sunday in Rome. As I say, we've got college football. Just everything happening all at once. That's what you need to know about October. Everything's happening all at once. It's total chaos. And yet it's so much fun and it's so good for business. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Thanks so much for joining us. Hope you had a great weekend. I haven't had a chance to share any photos from the weekend yet, but did some sightseeing on Saturday. That was fun. I don't, I've lost count of the number of times that I've been out to the Statue of Liberty, but I do know I've only been to the Crown twice. And Saturday was amazing because it was raining and raining and raining for an entire week. The same tropical storm system that rained on my half marathon parade, (laughs) an experience I never hoped to have again, uh, was the same tropical storm that was still dumping water. And for many of you, I've heard from many of you on social, my family and friends reached out by text. It was dumping 10 inches of rain in parts of Brooklyn, uh, other parts of New Jersey and the Northeast also getting inundated by the water and the winds. And so it was a mess. And Saturday had to take a ferry from New Jersey over to the Statue of Liberty. And it was still raining. It was still raining until we got out to Liberty Island and the, the clouds cleared up and the sun came out and it was gorgeous views of lower Manhattan and Brooklyn and some of the other surrounding areas up the Hudson River and on over to the East River. So it was a beautiful day uh, and actually even needed shorts later in the day. But man, so, so happy to see Ophelia get the heck out of Dodge. Be gone with your bad self. I had enough of you. Uh, So it was a weekend that was a mixed bag weather-wise, I know, for a lot of people. But I hope that you found some time to enjoy activities outdoors, that fresh air. And certainly exercise is always good for us. You can find me on Twitter, ALAW Radio. Our Facebook page, too, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. 
I didn't do any social media until Sunday, and yet still you all found our YouTube channel. My gosh, my mom's commentary on the two new videos on YouTube, my best friend, other friends of mine. Uh, so yeah, thank you for watching our latest videos. It's a two-parter. Uh, ask Amy walks down the aisle. We'll talk about that more later in the week, but now we got to get we got to get saddled up. We got to get ready and just start riding into week four in the NFL because, man, as much as there were some lopsided games, maybe that you didn't expect, injuries are certainly catching up with a lot of teams in this first month. And, boy, have we had a, a rash of QB injuries that we will have to go over and also wait for some of the news and potentially – that other shoe to drop. I can imagine there is a ton of trepidation in Pittsburgh right now, wondering about Kenny Pickett. I'd heard speculation about his knee injury. I do not have any type of uh, definitive diagnosis. We will wait till Monday and the MRI, but that's a scary one. Matthew Stafford in like obvious and clear pain as he leads the Rams through the second half as the Colts are coming back in Indianapolis and yet he is gutting it out. I say this to you more than once about Matthew Stafford. He is a tough mutter. He is one of the toughest guys in the NFL, and he plays hurt all the time. But you could see him. He was struggling at at times to stand up in the second half. A couple of times, did you see him stumble and fall down just on his own? That's how much pain he was in with this hip injury. And so he's out there, and he's leading a fourth quarter. Well, he's leading... The Rams in the fourth quarter, they're really having no success whatsoever. Colts rally, they force overtime, and yet you see the toughness and the experience of Matthew Stafford along with those young targets. We we are having so much fun with Kyron Williams and Puka Nakua. I can imagine how much fun he's having. Yeah, it's really cool to see the mix of the old dog and his new tricks with the Rams. How about Christian McCaffrey? Well worth every penny spent for him in San Francisco, a banner day. And it wasn't just him. It was Brock Purdy. It was the defense as well. Speaking of defense, Khalil Mack, a franchise record six sacks for the Chargers against not Jimmy Garoppolo, but Aiden O'Connell. Why? Well, because Jimmy G didn't start. He's in concussion protocol. Neither did Deshaun Watson. And the Browns get smoked in their game on Sunday. It's not nearly what we saw last weekend when it was the Browns who were doing the smoking. So some lopsided affairs for sure. But also games that go into overtime. Games that are good to the last drop. Including, weirdly enough, Chiefs and Jets. Why? Oh, why? Also, as a rhetorical question, could you have ever imagined that Aaron Rodgers would be overshadowed in his return to the to the Northeast and his return to New Jersey and his rejoining the Jets? No, seriously. It was supposed to be this big thing whenever Aaron Rodgers finally was able to travel cross-country. Remember, because he had the surgery on his ruptured Achilles in California, and he's been out there rehabbing. So he rejoins the Jets. He's on the sidelines on crutches. Then he watches Jets and Chiefs from a suite at MetLife Stadium. And he gets overshadowed. 
It's barely a blip on the radar. It's totally fine. Would you have ever thought that was possible? Now, Aaron Rodgers is a bit of a Swifty himself. And so maybe he was more than happy to secede the spotlight to Taylor Swift and her entourage. I got to tell you, after seeing who she was there with, I'm not sure that this was so much about Travis Kelsey. (laughs) Not sure this was about Travis at all. Though maybe it's a nice excuse to kind of stay in the spotlight. We'll see. I hope he's not being used. Animals. <laughs> it's really funny because I came downstairs in my home on Sunday evening. I was getting ready for work, getting dressed, blah, blah, blah. Listening to the third quarter, I think, of the football game. Maybe it was the fourth quarter. And uh, also, Bob was watching it downstairs. And I I come down the stairs and he says to me, this is not the NFL. This is a commercial or a, an infomercial for Taylor Swift or something like that. So, yes, that was one benefit of listening to part of the game on the radio with Ryan Radke and Jason McCordy is that I did not have to see all of the Taylor Swift shots. But she wasn't there by herself. She was there with Ryan Reynolds and his wife, Blake Lively, Hugh Jackman. Oh, my gosh. Who's the... The Jake from State Farm guy. Oh, and then there was Mama Kelsey in the background, who, by the way, was also at the Eagles game earlier in the day. So, yeah, it's turned into a veritable circus, but the NFL loves it that way. I've told you, the best reality show on TV. Early on, though, it looked like Travis... I was going to say Travis Swift. It looked like Trailer, really Taylor, and her entourage, uh, even Aaron Rodgers, I suppose a little bit, might turn out to be the hottest things this side of the Chiefs. Rashi Rice comes in jet action motion. Handoff near side, broken tackle. It's Pacheco, 40-yard line, 35, Jersey at 25-20, angling 15-10-5, touchdown, Kansas City. Welcome home, Isaiah Pacheco, Vineland, New Jersey, gets a 48-yard touchdown run for the Chiefs kingdom. Mahomes calls an audible, raises the right leg, Chiefs leading 10 to nothing. Mahomes pumps once, twice, open right side, Noah Gray, 10 to the 5, stretch out touchdown Kansas City for Patrick Mahomes 200 touchdown passes in 84 games of his career that's an all-time National Football League record even for Patrick Mahomes there are records now almost every game it seems like the Chiefs and the Jets start out the way many people expected and predicted that first quarter goes according to the <clears throat> the script. Kansas City strikes early and often and builds a 17-0 lead. And it's Isaiah Pacheco that goes 48 yards up the middle for a score, kind of knifing through the Jets' defense like butter. Uh, and then Noah Gray hauls in a 34-yard touchdown catch. And what stuck with me early were the chunk plays. That's how the Chiefs like to do business. They like to hit you with something fancy. They like to dazzle you. And sure, they'll play the ball control game. In fact, they did later in the fourth quarter when they had to. But what you see with the Chiefs is just the ability to chuck and duck and hit you a variety of ways. The creativity of the Andy Reid offense. Now, early in the second quarter, there is a major shift in momentum. And weirdly enough, it does not come. It does not come courtesy of the Jets' defense necessarily. It comes on a penalty 
on the, the Chiefs offense in the end zone, which results in a safety. That's how the Jets get on the board. A safety for New York changes all the momentum in this game and the spark. Oh, it's just a spark that's needed to light the flame. Yeah. Zach Wilson, the Jets offense, they take it and they run with it. Paul checks in as the running back now on second and goal. Garrett Wilson, single wide receiver, split to the left. Wilson under center, takes the snap, back with a play fake. Wilson looking, looking, throws right side of the end zone. It is caught. Touchdown, Jets. Wilson put it up in the air, and it's caught by C.J. Usama. And the New York Jets have come back from the dead with 6.26 to go in the second quarter. Well, that's not dramatic at all. They've come back from the dead. Ryan Radke with the call on Westwood One. He does an awesome job. 12 points in seven minutes. And you hear the C.J. Uzama touchdown grab. That brings the Jets within striking distance. And this is where we saw the wheels come off a little bit or at least get loose. Uh, threatened to have a complete blowout in the ditch for the Kansas City Chiefs because there were two interceptions in that second quarter by Patrick Mahomes. Nearly a third one had C.J. Mosley not dropped it. And so, yeah, he was playing fast and loose with the football, and it was only because the Chiefs had built such a big lead and were then able to tack on at least a field goal that they had the lead at the break, but it was only by a single score. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. So the Jets get the ball to start the second half and they promptly begin a 75-yard march. I think it's really funny. Actually, it does make me giggle. It gives me joy. That all of a sudden, Zach Wilson has become this sympathetic figure and people are rooting for him. Did you see social media as he's leading the team on this touchdown drive to start the third quarter? You've got people out and out cheering for Zach Wilson and praising him. All of a sudden, it's now in vogue to be on the Zach Wilson bandwagon. Forget Taylor Swift. Forget Aaron Rodgers, Aaron who? I mean, we did get the obligatory shots of Aaron cheering. Nah, this was Zach Wilson's show. Wilson of the gun, trips left, single man right. They need the two for a first down. Shotgun snap, back to pass, fires, end zone, caught, touchdown Jets. Alan Lazard makes the catch, and the New York Jets are a two-point conversion away from tying the game. Trips left, single man right. Wilson in the gun, gets the snap, back to pass. No, it's a quarterback draw. He's hit, bounces off, running left. Wilson dives, and he is in, and the Jets have tied the game. It is 20-20. Zach Wilson in trouble, got out of it, ran left, diving into the end zone, and we're all knotted up. It was pretty apparent that he was focused He was playing disciplined football. Did you know this was Zach Wilson's career-high passer rating? 105.2. He had a nearly, hmm, I don't want to say perfect. That's too strong of a word. He had one of the best games of his career, by far. Of course, 
there are always mistakes. There are always things he'd rather do better. There were a couple of drops in there. I mean, there could have been another touchdown in there if not dropped by. I think it was Tyler Conklin who dropped the ball. Um, I think it was uh, him, Conklin, who dropped a ball in the end zone that he had in his hands. So there were certainly missed opportunities. But the Jets tied the game. And essentially the defense is holding the Chiefs at bay and giving up a whole lot of nothing. The Alan Lazard touchdown, the Zach Wilson rush for the two-point conversion, they light up MetLife. The place is going crazy. And yes, Zach Wilson has got a whole lot of people cheering for him to succeed. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. This is a moment, though, that's going to keep him up tonight. It's going to keep him up maybe for a couple of days because a lot of times professional athletes, and it's it's a personality trait, but it's certainly one feature of athletes who want to operate the highest level where they will sure celebrate the positive moments, but they'll replay and regret and stew over That one moment where they feel like... Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. They lost the game. Three receivers to the right, tight end, closes the formation to the left. Ball snapped, the Wilson fumbles it on the quarterback exchange. The Chiefs think they've got the ball. They've got it at the 46-yard line of the Jets. Recovered by Turk Wharton. A bad snap to Zach Wilson from center Connor McGovern. And the Chiefs 
gain a turnover at the Jet 46-yard line. That's Mitch Holtis on Chiefs Radio. Yeah, that one mistake. And you could see the body language. You could see the facial expressions of Zach Wilson. But you don't have to give the Chiefs much of an opening or much of an opportunity, even when they have not played a complete game. And Mahomes will be the first to tell you they're able to settle into a ball control mode. They go seven minutes and 23 seconds with the ball to kick the go-ahead field goal. So credit the Jets for keeping them out of the end zone. That's early fourth quarter. Then the fumble. And it really was uh, it really was a case of Zach Wilson just not securing the football. I actually, I mean, I, I feel like Mitch Holt has just said it right there, that it was a bad snap. But it was not. It was it hit Zach Wilson in the hands. He just started to go before he had the ball secured, or he took his eyes off it. It's one of those classic, classic mistakes that athletes make. They anticipate what's coming, and they move on before they've got the ball. So after the Chiefs secure that fumble, they hold on to it for the next seven minute and twenty four seconds. In fact, the Chiefs have the ball nearly all of the fourth quarter. Because they're in ball control mode. They keep it away from New York. They run out the clock. And so Zach fumbles his last touch of the football and takes it very hard. Wait until you hear what he had to say about that moment. And if you were watching the game, you know there was a steady stream of teammates coming up to him to tell him it wasn't his fault, to encourage him to try to lift him up. A couple of guys like actually physically lifted him up because he was crouched down and he was really upset at himself. So you'll hear from him as well as Robert Sala. But yeah, all of a sudden, Zach Wilson's got an entire bandwagon pulling for him to take this opportunity and prove to people that they're wrong. On Twitter, A-Law Radio, what have we learned about the NFL, about your favorite team through the first month of the season? I know we have one more game coming up on Monday night, but that's the question. What did you learn about your team? What have you learned about the league or about the 2023 season so far in the first month? On Twitter, A-Law Radio, on our Facebook page too. So glad to connect with you. Uh, We've got a lot to get to, but you'll hear from the Chiefs and the Jets on a night when Zach Wilson was game, but Patrick Mahomes... Right now, he is the gamer. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. McKinnon is the running back to the right of Mahomes on third down and eight. Now they flare him out. They're going to throw it here. McKin- or Mahomes steps up. He's at the 10. Angling at the 5. Mahomes goes down at the 2. Sliding on his hip. McKinnon style. Like Super Bowl 57. As Mahomes goes down at the 2. And should affect in the game. Gaining 9 yards on 3rd down and 8. It was definitely a fight. Um, we came out hot. Obviously struggled. I made two just bad throws um, where I was trying to lay it over a linebacker and a safety, and I just didn't throw it far enough and hit the dude right in the chest. Stuff that you can't do. Um, but I was, I was proud of how the guys fought. I mean, obviously the defense kept us in it. Um, and then the offense had two drives in the fourth quarter where we, we had sustained drives, and that, that's a good defense. So uh, I'm proud of that, but obviously a lot to learn from and a lot to correct. 
Off the field, on the money, and after hours, it's time to talk football with Amy Lawrence. Thanks for hanging out with us Sunday night, week four in the NFL, first night of October. Wowzers, it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Thank you to the voice God for that great introduction. And before that, Mitch Holtis with what is essentially the capper play, the final nail in the coffin for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. And gosh, there's a lot to talk about on that final possession in which they did not allow the Jets to have the ball back. I know there are a couple of moments of controversy, but here's here's one that jumps out at me that I don't think is so controversial. Just uh, an eye-opening moment where you think, how did the Jets let that happen? <laughs> how do you not know that Patrick Mahomes will scramble and will go straight up the middle if you even give him a, a tiny opening? But on third and 23, third and 23, Patrick Mahomes scrambles up the middle for 25 yards. There's also a penalty, tack on a couple more yards. But Mahomes is able to operate in the pocket, even when it's breaking down, step up, step back, step around. He extends plays. And it seemed like the Red Sea just parted for him. I guess fitting, considering that the Chiefs' predominant color is red. Gosh, it blows my mind when I see something like that happen. And then later on that same final drive, we played the call earlier. It looks as though Sauce Gardner has intercepted Patrick Mahomes on a third and 20, right? So the Jets got the the Chiefs in some awkward positions, but a holding penalty is assessed. Defensive holding on Sauce Gardner. And you can go back and you can watch the play. Did it look like he turned Marquez Valdez-Scantling around? Yeah. He's kind of grabbing him by the shoulder pads. One shoulder pad pops out. Looks like he twisted him, certainly impeded his progress, and definitely had two hands on him. But if you consider that it's been a physical game and the guys were allowed to play and allowed to scrap and there was some contact, for a good portion of the game, it's frustrating when that is called late, especially on a third and 20. But here's Andy Reid and then Sauce Gardner. Listen, I thought it was a whole lot. I've got to go back and look at the the tape on it. He was on the other side of the field, but um, they're aggressive. And so they're going to get a couple of those uh, during the game. And, you know, Sauce is as good as there is in the league. Receiver ran into me. It was a collision. The same thing that was happening all game. Ain't throw no flags. Uh, Pat threw the ball outside of the receiver. MC was there. He made the play. Then the ref threw the flag. Like real frustrating. I ain't even gonna lie. You know, uh, like I said, if if you really gonna call home, call it, call it early. Don't wait till after you see it. MC picked the ball off to throw the flag. Like. Mm, MC referring to Michael Carter. So you end up see, like having the, the interception negated because of this holding call on Sauce Gardner. And he's frustrated. Robert Sala lost his mind on that moment. But And I know, you don't have to love every play. I don't love every call that the referees make. Of course, officials miss calls too. But what I say is, how about... 
Take care of your own business and don't allow it to come down to a call. Don't allow it to to be hanging in the balance based on a call late. And honestly, if you don't want the Chiefs to, to possess the ball for as long as they did, seven minutes and 23 seconds to run out the clock in the fourth quarter, well, then don't give up a Patrick Mahomes scramble on third and 23. There are a lot of moments here where the Jets can look back, and they they weren't blaming the officials for this loss, so I credit them. Uh, but it's frustrating, right, when it feels like uh, you have an opportunity and then there's that moment. I understand the frustration, but you can be frustrated over a couple of other moments in that fourth quarter as well. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, the key for Mahomes and the Chiefs being able to run out the clock. Maybe you don't think of them as a ball control team because that's not their primary objective, but they ran the ball for 204 yards as a team. Pacheco, Isaiah Pacheco is over 100 yards himself, and, and this was really their opportunity to keep it away from a Jets offense that had found a spark. Like I said, they possessed the ball for most of the fourth quarter around that Zach Wilson fumble. This is guys responding. Um, obviously, we didn't play to, to to our level in that kind of that second third quarter, um, but guys responded and kept just pushing. Um, and that's good things to see. I mean, a little similar to last year. It's not always going to be pretty uh, for four quarters, especially when you're playing a good defense like that. Um, but whenever the opportunity arises, it's about going down there and, and finishing. And obviously, we didn't do that in the first game, and I'm glad that we were, we've been able to do that in these last few. As for Zach Wilson, best passer rating of his entire career, over 105. There were a lot, a lot of cheers, booze that turned into cheers for Zach Wilson at MetLife. And there are a lot of positive things to take away from the game. But ultimately, you could see him at the end so frustrated, so upset at himself. And even even after the game, just And I would say this is a sign of maturity, too, for Zach Wilson, because you may remember last year where he didn't take responsibility. He didn't take accountability. He didn't stand in front of the microphone and say, this was my fault. I could have done this better. I could have played better. Here's where I screwed up. But on this day, it is a sign of maturity, but it's also frustration. There's also some dejection there from Zach where he feels like he's the one who screwed it up for the Jets. I knew we had a free guy on my left, and again, stemming from my fault. You know, we had a small on the edge. We talked about the look. I should have made the protection adjustment there to protect myself, but I knew the guy on the left was going to make me hot, so I was trying to drift out of the pocket um, to give myself a little room to throw it. But, you know, we went over that look. Coaches did a good job preparing me for that. If I make the right call, we block it up just fine and and um, able to play the play. Zach Wilson kind of breaking it down there, and I heard more from him in which he just said, this is my fault. It's my fault that we lost. Uh, No matter what other positive steps I took during the game, I cannot make that mistake. And the leadership and the accountability, uh, I felt like were – were something we hadn't seen from Zach as consistently in the past. So maybe there is something to salvage here. And yeah, Robert Sala is, I wouldn't say thrilled because they lost, but he's been very positive about the growth in in his quarterback. Decision-making. Uh, I shouldn't say decision-making. He's always, he's always a good decision-maker. The decisiveness at which he was making his decisions, uh, he was letting it rip. Um, you know, he, I thought he did a really, really nice job. Obviously got off to a slow start and everything, but we knew if we just stayed the course, um, I think Coach Hackett did a great job of dialing up plays and put us in a position to be successful. And Zach did a great job throughout the whole game of just putting the ball in places for us to go make plays on the perimeter. 
Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, two of those veteran guys who were over encouraging Zach toward the end of the game. Uh, Zach goes 28 of 39 for 245 yards and a couple of touchdowns. And really the one moment that stands out is the fumble. Now he would point to other. I, I also heard him talk about the Tyler Conklin throw and the fact that, yeah, it hit Conklin in the hand. Well, he didn't say it. It did hit Conklin in the hands, but he felt like he could have thrown it higher. So there were other moments that he was looking back at and regretting, but ultimately a, a much stronger game than what we've seen from Zach in the past. And yeah, Aaron Rodgers in the building, maybe providing a little bit of encouragement and spirit as well. It's always exciting to see the big brother, you know, and I can't <laughs> wait to get him on the sideline with us and, um, you know, all of that. But um, it's always good, good to have him around. Yeah, I just never thought that Rogers' return to MetLife would be overshadowed by a much bigger celebrity. Sorry, Aaron. The guy glows in the dark. He doesn't, but maybe she does. <laughs> now, we've got a post up on our show Twitter. We'll put this up on Facebook as well, even in advance of our Monday MVP poll, which comes a little bit later on. What have you learned about your team or the league in general after the first month of the 2023 season? Because we are nearly four weeks in, baby. Can you believe that? Gosh, it feels like time is flying on the football field, and yet... I don't know. I've lost all perspective because of what I'm waiting for later in the year. But October is here. October is the fulcrum. We got to dig deep. We got to dig down deep and make sure that we're anchored so we don't get blown away by the hurricane in October or the tornado in October. On Twitter, on Facebook, our phone number, 855-212-4227. What have you learned about your team, about the NFL in general in this first month? And I don't really mean about the league as a whole because, yes, the league is absolutely willing to hitch its wagon to Taylor Swift's star. So you don't need to write me about Taylor. Uh, but some of the numbers, we won't get to this tonight, some of the numbers that the NFL is tracking in terms of social media impressions and tickets sold and jersey sales. Did you know that Travis Kelsey picked up 400,000 new followers last week on Twitter? Tell me again how Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey is not a big deal. Oh, it may not be a big deal in the football world, but it's a damn big deal outside of the football world. You know what I saw a bunch of photos on Instagram and Twitter last night at the MetLife Stadium was all the Swifties that went to the game because of Kelsey was there, made their own jerseys, and a bunch of them had K-E-L-S-E-Y on their on their uniform on their custom made t-shirts almost that was how they spelled it yeah oh poor travis like yes. more than more than one occasion like the girl's name travis kelsey <laughs> all right we're gonna talk bills and dolphins next because that was your pick for after hours game of the week and man it might have been one of the best games we've seen from josh allen and the bills defense a complete effort if you will on Sunday. You hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Allen in the shotgun, two receivers right, Murray in the backfield, and now Hardy coming in motion in an orbit motion left to right. Fakes the swing pass, now looks to the right side, complete to Davis for the touchdown! An 18-yard laser from Josh Allen to Gabe Davis! And the Bills are on the board, and the crowd is into it early. Tyreek goes in motion, first right, then left. They hand the ball off, touchdown by Looks in the backfield to the right of Allen, the shotgun. I think I just heard Josh Allen say Xerox. They're running the same play. And Cook lunges for the goal line. No sign from the official yet. He's already running. It's a touchdown. They finally signal it. Dolphins trail 14-7 here in Buffalo with just under 13 minutes up to play second quarter. No, they give it on a reverse to the left side. Touchdown by him. That's A-Chan again. Off the field, on the money, and after hours, it's time to talk football with Amy Lawrence. Dolphins and Bills, your choice for the after hours game of the week. And to start, it was a track meet. (laughs) My goodness. Uh, Enough scoring up and down the field to give you some whiplash there in Orchard Park. Highmark Stadium. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Five possessions, five touchdowns between the Bills and the Dolphins on both the Bills and the Dolphins radio network. It was 14-14 to early in the second quarter. The Bills score on their third possession to make it 21 to 14. And at this point, it was it was critical for the Dolphins. You may have noticed that Tua was facing more pressure and feeling more heat than he had in the first three games combined. And it felt like Buffalo ratcheted up the defense on this third possession for the Miami Dolphins. Kind of harassing him. And at one point, he fumbles the ball. Only to see it recovered by the Dolphins. But definitely playing with fire. Mostert seeing a lot of traffic and a lot of bodies around him too every time he touched the ball. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. It was a red-hot start, though. It was a lot of fun. The nationally televised game, five touchdowns and five drives. Devon Achan, a couple more touchdowns in his first three carries. Pretty amazing. James Cook, his first touchdown of the year. So we got a little bit of everything. And then into the second quarter, Josh Allen connecting and finding that rhythm and groove with his favorite target. Allen in the shotgun, two receivers to the right, two to the left. Cook in the backfield, Allen back to pass, going to roll to his right, steps up, throws to Diggs for the touchdown! 11-yard touchdown reception! Can you dig it? <laughs> Play action pass, 
As time, throws to the left sideline, complete to Diggs, but there's a flag trying to spin away from the tacklers, and he does! 35-30, 25-20, headed to the end zone! Touchdown, Stephon Diggs! There is a flag. We'll see if it's coming back. Otherwise, can you dig it? Oh, there was a flag, all right, but it was against the Miami defense. Yeah, that move by Stephon Diggs, the double spin move, spinning away from two different tacklers and sprinting 55 yards up the sidelines uh, and right before halftime, too, to give the Bills this sweet advantage, the crowd's going crazy, and to top it off, Then Raheem Mostert fumbles on the next possession, and it's recovered by the Bills. It gives them a short field. They're able to tack on a kick from Tyler Bass, and they're up 31-14 at the break. Now, I did feel like the Dolphins came out of the second half or came out of that locker room and had an opportunity there. Uh, They were steady to start the third quarter, a 75-yard drive. Braxton Berrios has the touchdown catch, so maybe they're sniffing a comeback, But Stefan, he snuffed it out. Two receivers to the right, digs by himself on the left side. Here's the snap, takes the handoff to Murray, throws in the end zone. It's a trifecta for Stefan Diggs. A 13-yard touchdown reception. Can you dig it? Oh, my. He put him in blender. This is absolutely filthy. Chris, you don't get five yards of separation on one side of the field by yourself in man coverage unless your name's Stephon Diggs. Bills Radio Network with the call. Stephon Diggs, six catches, three of them touchdowns, 120 yards. Buffalo never trails in the after hours game of the week, a battle against the top two teams in the AFC East. We'll get the reaction. Also, it does come with a price for the Buffalo Bills. But both the Bills and Dolphins responding next. It's after hours, CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 